Lucia and the Shadow by Aya Garpinska There was once an ordinary house set all alone on a square of spiky, parched summer grass at the tail end of Ammonia Avenue. In the house, an ordinary mother and father lived with their daughter Lucia, who was anything but ordinary. For one thing, her left eye was green and her right eye coppery brown. She was the only girl in the third grade who didn't like the color pink, and she laughed in her sleep. But most curious and best of all, she had a gray cat whose name was Sarah, and the cat had a great deal to say about the world. Lucia could never make Sarah say anything. Sarah would choose the right time and place to talk. Now look in through the living room window, and you will see Sarah the cat stretching and purring on the green and purple rug. Lean your mind in closer, and you will make out a rhythm in the purring, like someone whispering underneath a thick blanket. When searching for something that is missing, the last thing you should use is your eyes, Sarah said. Lucia looked up from the floor, where she had knelt to peer into the shadowy dark underneath the couch. She had one red shoe on her left foot, and a somewhat dirty green sock on her right. Then how am I supposed to find my other shoe if I can't look? Lucia argued. Sarah settled into a comfortable pose, her soft tail curled around her. The first thing I do, she purred, is close my eyes. Lucia dutifully closed her eyes. Then I say the name of the thing I've lost, Sarah said, and ask it to guide me to its hiding place. Just about everything needs to be alone sometimes, even a red leather shoe. So Lucia said out loud, Oh, right shoe, please lead me to where you are. I can't go outside without you, and I will not, will not be shut in all day. Now open your eyes, the cat continued. Don't say anything, and just let your lost shoe be your guide. At first Lucia made a move towards the couch again, but she drew back. She sat quite still for a moment, then got up and went down the hallway, one foot clumping loudly on the floor with every step. Are you in here? She whispered at the closet door. No answer. She turned her head to press her ear against the door. There was still no sound to be heard. But with her head turned to the side, she now faced the front door and the windows on either side. And there she spied a patch of leather poking out from under the plain white curtains. Lucia's shoes were reunited, and she ran at last to the backyard. Later that day, when the sun was giving everything long, skinny shadows, Sarah the cat trotted out to the garden where Lucia was playing. Most of the flowers in the garden were small and half-choked by dust, and this year only one lonely tomato decided to grow. The cat rubbed her side against the girl's leg, tickling her with her whiskers. Lucia laughed and patted Sarah's head, offering her one last bite of the cookie she had been munching. But not fond of jelly cookies, Sarah politely lowered her head and began licking a paw. Just then Lucia's mother leaned out an upstairs window to call her back in, time to get scrubbed and ready for sleep. Sarah the cat didn't have to go inside, so she gave the girl a sympathetic nuzzle and stalked off toward the small woods beyond the lawn. Where are you going? Lucia asked her cat, but Sarah kept walking. And there was something funny about her walk, something like... Again, Lucia's mother's voice rang out the window, firmer this time. So Lucia got to her feet and started walking to her house backwards, watching Sarah, wishing she too could prowl among the trees and crickets. Suddenly, 
she gasped, realizing why Sarah looked strange walking towards the woods. The shadows of the trees stretched onto the lawn, but not Sarah's. Sarah didn't cast a shadow. Morning came, hot and bright like the day before, exactly like a whole string of days before that. But as Lucia opened her eyes, there was no gray cat sitting on top of her blanket. Sarah, she called. The sound of her voice seemed quiet, pushed back at her by the bedroom walls. She looked towards her dresser, where Sarah would jump up to sleep if a drawer were left open. But all the drawers were neatly shut. Are you sure you've looked everywhere? came a voice from under the bed. Lucia flopped her head over the edge of the mattress and peeked down below, but saw nothing. Oh, I'm just, I'm just giving you a tough time, chuckled the voice, coming closer. A soft gray shadow stepped out, just the size and shape of a cat. Y you're, you're not Sarah, Lucia stammered. Not exactly, the shadow replied, but I am her voice. Sarah can't talk without me. People talk. And the shadows don't. With us cats, it's the other way round. How did you get separated from Sarah? Lucia asked. The shadow sighed, which made it look like it shuddered. It's embarrassing, the shadow answered. Last night, Sarah wanted to go outside to the woods. She sat on the kitchen doormat and stared at the door, hoping your mother would get the hint and open it for her. She sat and sat and stared and stared so long that I fell asleep. Sarah must have slipped out soon after, and I kept on sleeping. I guess your mother didn't notice that I was left behind because the doormat is dark gray, like me. You seem like Sarah because you talk like Sarah, but I can't really pet a shadow, Lucia concluded. We have to get you two back together. As soon as Lucia finished her breakfast, she called to the shadow and set off, out the back door and across the yard. Not wishing to be noticed, walking alone in broad daylight, detached from Sarah, the shadow kept close to the girl. Their two shadows blended into one as they headed for the woods. Sarah was silently winding her way through the trees, alone and shadowless, stopping now and then to look around. Even though the forest was neither thick nor deep, she couldn't tell where she was or how far she had wandered from the plain little house. Without a shadow firmly attached beside her on the ground, Sarah the cat kept walking in circles. Her shadow was once the perfect balance, sometimes to her right or to the left, sometimes in front or behind her. Sarah looked straight ahead, put one paw in front of the other, but sooner or later ended up right where she started. Sarah even noticed that without a shadow, she'd tumble over if she walked too fast, all four legs suddenly in the air. But she didn't let herself get gloomy, because Sarah could feel in her heart that if she missed her shadow, the shadow must miss her too. She wouldn't be alone forever. Lucia and the shadow walked slowly on a narrow path leading through the woods. What if you got lost instead of Sarah? Lucia wondered out loud. We'd never find you. Finding a gray cat in the forest is hard enough, but a cat's shadow? The ground is covered with leaf shadows. Maybe we'd have to wait for winter. And I'd get cold without Sarah's fur, agreed the shadow. They continued walking and calling Sarah's name for what seemed like ages, until Lucia stopped to lean against a tree. She let out a long sigh. Seeing her frown, the shadow spoke up. Do you remember yesterday when you found your shoe? 
Why don't we try that? Let's just close our eyes, call her name together, one more time. So they both shut their eyes tight, and though you couldn't really tell that the shadow did so, it certainly did. Lucia and the shadow called out, Sarah, where are you? And the sound echoed through the trees, through the shadows of the leaves, until it reached Sarah's ears. Sarah rushed towards the sound as fast as she could, even though she kept slipping and falling on the ground like a somersault of gray fur. And this was a very good thing, because cats normally walk as quiet as a passing cloud. But now she stumbled and rustled last winter's leaves, which had dried to a crisp in the summer heat. Lucia turned towards the rustling sound, let out a yell, and almost flew over to her dear gray cat. She scooped up Sarah and hugged her close, scratching her under her chin and behind her ear. Ah, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the shadow interrupted, but could you put her down for a moment? I need to reattach myself. Lucia set Sarah on the ground and watched as the shadow lined up its paws with the cats, one by one, with great care. Sarah stood very still as the shadow moved on to adjust its tail and each little whisker. Finally, Sarah took a few steps, making sure her shadow followed along. She swished her tail back and forth, and so did the shadow. Sarah purred, testing her voice. Perfect. Lucia turned her steps toward home, with Sarah the cat walking gracefully at her side. The end.